Welcome to another 1905 podcast. Hello there, Tracy here. We're here to talk about the Everton home game. Uh, tonight I am joined by Rick. Hello. Oh, hi. We'd be nice to each other for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to last long, Trace. Don't worry about that. Ashley. How you doing? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. You all right? All good, thank you. Good. And Jordan. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. How are you? You good? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Ah, right. So to kick off, I just wanted to say, obviously, with um, lots of changes to the lineup, etc. Last night, um, the starting eleven uh, means that Chelsea has handed a start to at least one academy graduate for a hundred consecutive consecutive competitive matches. It's the longest run in the Abramovich era. Now that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty decent, that is. I love that. Yeah, love I see that. It. And uh, you see the, man- the managers against all of the uh, the lineups, like who, which manager picked the team. And it's literally like two A4 pages of just yeah. Lampard, 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 Lampard. Yeah. So Lampard, Lampard has built these foundations on which we now yeah. grow, hopefully. We've said it on this pod before, like that is Frank's legacy as a manager. His legacy as a player is something else, but yeah, as a manager, that's his legacy. I yeah. agree. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's there, not real. It's not real. <laughs> He's making it's full it up. Sense of security. It's full sense of security. That's all it is. Right, there were lots of changes to the lineup. I think some were quite surprising, maybe some not. But rather than actually talk about those changes in depth now, because I think we'll do it throughout this pod in terms of uh, talking about the game, uh, I actually have quite a big question to ask first before we kick off. Um, no, I won't marry you. Oh, oh I'll, I'll, <laughs> Jordan said he would. It's fine. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fucking hell, I've just I think got the donkey's up for it as well. I've just got out of a marriage. Don't want another one. Fuck it's me. all right, Jordan. The donkey said yes. Um, <laughs> where Good luck, the... Ralph. You're safe. Were we surprised at the lineup, considering we have talked about uh, kind of the lack of consistency, like flowing through the lineups yep. from game to game? Or do we now believe that we have a squad that's capable of a city style rotation? Ash is. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I think if I'm right, and I know I'm right, because I like being right, I'm not always right. Doesn't I've got mean to make you are right. It. it means you've got to fake it to make it now. Um, in the last pod, I did say that um, we were talking about the changes and the rotation and stuff and how City are able to do it and others don't. You know, players, they, they rotate players in and they seem to get the same level of performance out of all of them this weekend, obviously, an exception to that rule. Um, but I, I think, yeah, I think that the, the coach now, Tuchel, has obviously got methods in place where he's he's not looking at our favourite 11. He's looking at 22 players who will all be able to do a job for him. And he's probably told them that. And the rotation is going to be probably a common thing we'll see now. Because I, I I absolutely shat myself when I saw that line-up. not going to lie. I thought Everton are on a fine run of form. You know, we've had good results against them at home over the years. But there's just, there's always the ghost of Naismith that hangs over you and you're never <laughs> sure, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. What a dickhead he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I did shoot myself, uh, but the but but 
<laughs> it's so nice having that initial shit myself at the lineup to seeing whoever. Look, we've we've said it before. Whoever puts on that fucking blue shirt needs to do a job for the team. Needs to fight. And yeah. I feel like we've, we're seeing it from squad players, from everybody in the squad now. Yeah. When it comes to that that shit in yourself, though, remember when we took us back when Sevilla, when we when we really needed to win that game and that lineup come out. I think I can remember I was in it, it, up for work and I was looking at that lineup and I was shitting myself. We ended up winning four nil. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a uh, it's a uh, it's a good it's a good thing to have, and the depth is is amazing. When I looked at the bench yesterday, I thought, "Fuck in hell!" Our bench is unreal. Well, I think having that bench. No, night. I was I was speaking to my mate Jamie, and he said that he'd probably start every single one of them fuckers on the bench. <laughs> yeah, well, that that's the thing. I think that's what surprised me the most. Apart actually... from Kepa, may I add? Well, yeah, <laughs> I did. I did think that. Um, that's what kind of prompted me to ask this question because the bench was insane. What's your opinion on it, Rick? Um, yeah, the bench was fucking hell. <laughs> it was extremely strong, the bench. Um, I think I was just sort of along the same lines as everyone else, really. I was very, I wouldn't say I was very shocked at the lineup, but it was surprising. Certain players I wasn't expecting to see where I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, but it worked. Um, the two sitting in the middle I kind of understood why he picked those two because I felt Everton were going to sit back in two solid banks of four for argument's sake and they were going to set themselves up and be difficult to break down so the two in the middle would get a lot of the ball and they would be able to move the ball around and have a bit more freedom and that's how it turned out really Uh, yeah I wasn't expecting to see Alonso, if I'm being honest, and I thought he actually played quite well as well, to be fair. I yeah. thought they all played quite well, to be honest. Mm. But it helped that we started quite well. We imposed ourselves early on. And they, and we, again, as normal, we held on to the ball well. We kept the ball well. And they didn't really have a sniff, really, at all, did they? No, and I think... I don't know whether it's us forcing teams... But I felt like they didn't really lay a glove on us. I think a little bit more so. I think it is. It's us keeping the ball very well. We are dictating games. We're keeping the ball and teams can't get the ball off of us. And I'm not, I can't sit here and listen to people going, yeah, we ain't played anyone that good really. Well, we have. But (laughs) we're just not letting them play well. So, so I think that's a credit to the players and that's a massive credit to the manager as well because I saw I don't really... I'd never listened to talk sport at all. I've blocked them on Twitter. <laughs> somebody, somebody retweeted something earlier and I just happened to open it up and it was talk sport and it was a video. Who was talk, I think it was Cundy was talking and he was saying, like, I'm just shocked how, like how well the managers just turn this round in such a short amount of time. And it's not only a one to 11 that he's turned around. It's like a one to 22 that he's got all bought in, in the matter of a few weeks into his projects. And they're all playing really well, no matter who's starting. And he was right. He's saying, arguably 
one game that we've been awful the whole way through was Barnsley. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. True. Good shot. I know Man United weren't great. Southampton weren't great. But there was little pockets in the game that we'd done things well. And there were still little positives you could take out of those games. But Barnsley was fucking horrific from start to finish. (laughs) That was painful, mate. It was awful. But apart from that, you've got to give it to the manager and the players. Like, Mm. in a short space of time, they've... I think I'm still a bit annoyed about United and Southampton for but that I'm reason. I'm annoyed about you, though, but I've got to... <laughs> It's like a soul! <laughs> and what? It's no, longer, it's no longer disagreeing about football. Now it's just bitter. Personal. Personally, Personal. Me now. Yeah. Honestly, he's going to get sacked in the morning just like Piers Morgan for this sort of behaviour. The donkey's right. put himself forward right. for the pod anyway. <laughs> He's done a Piers Morgan. He's walked off. He's walked off. I'm back. I'm back already. I've I've done a Piers Morgan. He fell off his chair. I've come back. He stormed off of his chair. He knew that the donkey was waiting in the wings, ready to take his place. Um, I had to go and feed it. My my massive question mark, though, and I'll be honest with you, was Mount not starting. And everyone was saying, oh, Mm. well, you know, maybe they're looking at other games. Realistically, we played last night, Monday night, and then we're playing Saturday lunchtime, and then Mount cannot play. He's banned for Tuesday, isn't he? Yeah. So I didn't really understand that, unless it was just more of a focus on letting other people have a go, and clearly they are, well, kind of doing what they've been asked. Tuco at some point was literally screaming his head off. I think it was at Werner telling him that he's doing the exact opposite the of what I'm telling him to do. Yeah. He's on the wrong side. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ash, you were going to say something. Uh, it's, it's, you know that, you know, I said before we recorded, I said I'd forgotten the point that I raised last night when we were talking. I've remembered it. Oh, and, joy. Uh, and it was to do with um, the, the lineup, specifically Mount and, um, and the two number sixes in midfield. And I've, I've, I believe what my theory is behind dropping Mount and then playing um, the midfield we played last night, leaving uh, Kante out, was um, more to do with the fact that I think Tuchel's trying to get all of the squad working well at specific jobs, all of the squad, so that he knows in two games, two games time we're playing Atletico without Mount, without Jorginho. So he's, wor- he's working on different partnerships in those Oof. positions now. So that we, don't just get to, Great we don't just get to Atletico and then suddenly we've got two players suspended. So we've just got players we chuck in there without any like minutes under their belt. So I think I think Tuchel's planning ahead and he's looking at it. That's sick. I didn't even think about that. That's decent, <laughs> man. I, right, I, I think Ash remember. has won the pod tonight. I'm yeah. throwing the white flag. I'm waving yeah. the white I'm flag. Do the, uh, let me do the Mendy. He's won it. He's done it already. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, we the Mendy. 10, 15 minutes in, he's done it. Done it. He's won it. He's won it. He's won it. Right? He's won it. Well done, because as soon as you said it, I remembered you said it. Um... Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, she always got to take credit. So I wrote down that in the first 20 minutes, it was all Chelsea. Uh, we were totally in control. We had plenty of the ball. But again, we weren't really exploiting that final third. Admittedly, though, Everton were, and this alludes to what you said, Vic, that they were defensively good. Um, they were finding it, we were finding it hard, sorry, to get in behind. And and I think after 25 minutes that we had like 73% possession or something like that. Um, 
what, what is it still a little bit frustrating? I know we get to the end of the game and the final result is, you know, we're 2-0, which was jubilant because we'd managed to score another goal on, on top of any of the other games. However, is it still a bit frustrating that actually that game could have ended 3-4-5-0, in all fairness? Anyone want to take that? Yeah, it's a... No, 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 I get what you're saying. It is a little bit frustrating. Um, I think we all feel that we're on the verges of absolutely battering someone four or five nil. Um, yeah, it's frustrating, but I think it's hard to, cr- it's very difficult to criticise at the moment, I think. Um, but no, 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 it is, it is a bit frustrating. And I feel like Werner's sort of, he's on the, um, he's sort of on the edge of being one of the, best forwards in Europe. He's got so many great attributes. And it's just that it's that final finish. He's kind of hovering hovering to being shit, to being really good. And he's smack bang in the middle, I think, at the moment. But the fact is, he's only 25. So I do think there's obviously plenty of time for him. He, he, I don't know if it's a confidence issue or if it's a composure issue. Well, I think we've been nervous. I think it's more that actually he's been asked to play in all these various positions and everyone's trying to find where he's going to fit into the side. And everyone deemed that, you know, it was wrong playing him more towards the left and he should be played down the middle. And I mean, we even said it ourselves. That's where we kind of wanted him to sit, to see him, to see if actually that made a difference for his game. Then Tuchel comes in and decides to play him just inside, but he's still on the left. And then, you know, all of a sudden that's his right position and people are stopped crying about him playing down the middle. Then he gets played down the middle again. It's still not coming off for him. And then last night he got into some absolutely amazing positions. But what he just kept doing was hitting them at Pickford. His movement was great. He was finding himself... That's why I'm not too worried. When a centre-forward is finding themselves in the right areas and they're missing, it's going to come good at some point. It has to, because a player who's that good at getting in the positions is going to start scoring. Um, It's when he's not getting in them areas, I'm going to really start to worry. So I'm not worried. I think he's going to come good. It's just frustrating because he's there. He's like, he's right on, he's right on it. I think he literally just needs that goal. I was a little bit surprised. I know, Georgie was obviously on the pitch, but I was a bit surprised that he didn't have a, have a get given that last night because I do think he deserved a goal. Um, I think I think he needs a run of goals. I don't even think it's one goal now. He just need like that. Obviously, the goal at Anfield would have fucking hell. Oh, I would have done him yeah. the world of good if that would have counted. Yeah, um, well, it should have counted. Yeah. Then if he would have scored again last night, if he'd have taken one of those two chances last night. Yeah. You're then looking at two in two then, aren't you? So yeah. it's such fine lines. But yeah. he needs to... He I needs to start cons- taking he needs, he needs consistent um, net hitting. And he's he's playing well. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's getting great. in great positions. But he's it's not, the finishing. He's not, it's the finishing. He's not doing anything wrong. He's, he's I'm going to... I'm going to stick my cock on the block and say next season, I'm going to 20, hit it. 20, 20 Premier League goals from, oh, from Timo I, Werner. Yeah, I, I think agree. this season, like this season, I think what Rick, you alluded to, mate, is whether it's a composure or a confidence issue. I think they go hand in could hand. Be a bit of both. Yeah, it could be I a bit. I think they yeah. go hand in hand. I think he's lacking the confidence in front of goal. When he's got that moment and he looks up in his head psychologically, suddenly that keeper just grows in size. 
and that's why he's ended up being straight he's smashing, isn't he? so he's smashing it's bit, at his it's, shots. It's just that bit of like, I need to put my foot through it and get it straight and hit the target now. Yeah. And he's done that and it's obviously hit the keeper. I think it's just that lack of confidence is changing the way he's slotting the ball away. Or rather, it's not one game. It's but one I think, game I where think, everything he hits and it goes in, that will do him the world of good. One yeah. game. And the mm-hmm. other thing, the other thing I will say is um, his his confidence will have taken a knock because the media will talk about his goalless run and his lack of goals. But when we're all back in the stadium, his confidence is going to be boosted. That, don't he? I think yeah, because we are going to be singing his fucking name. Yeah. I will say though, I think that. Um, uh, I felt like in previous games he'd looked quite frustrated, and I think he's looking less frustrated now. And I think that's he's because he knows there. he is getting into those areas. He's, he's having the chances at least. Um, yeah. I think that. Um, did you see? Sorry to interrupt quickly. Did you see the uh, uh, Chelsea TV uh, fifth stand interview with him where they they tried to get him to learn English words or guess what English words mean? Oh yeah. And they asked him. They asked him what does goal hanger mean, and he's like, I don't know. Maybe does it mean somebody who doesn't score? Oh well, that they should just call it Timo. <laughs> oh, the, the fact he's cracking jokes. Yeah, about it that's shows good. That he's, he's not. You know, he's not. He's not. It's not got to him. Got to him. Yeah, he I think he's gonna... less frustrated now, and I think that's because he's getting those chances. We're finally... the manager's getting a tune out of him now, isn't he? He's and we're also getting, we are getting the balls out to him, and he is able to collect. I mean, it, we can't lie. Like his first touch on some of those games this year have been. A little bit uh, rotten, but <laughs> he's just, yeah, he's that type of player, isn't he? I don't think he's ever going to have the best first touch in the world. No, but I think no. now this formation will we'll encourage some sort of triangles between the forward three. There was a lot of swapping over against Everton, having Havertz there, having yeah. Havertz there with Havertz and Callum Hudson Adoy, yes, and they were swapping. Yes. And actually, Timo as well, quite often, Havertz would go beyond Timo. Um, against Everton and Timo would go out to the right it's hard to mark um, when it's that force it nine and they're moving right it's and difficult it was fluid, to play it was against fluid movement and I, yeah. I, I like that and I think maybe that will fluid if, if we are practicing that in word. training sorry mate fluid fantastic word Cheers, mate. Word. You did that on the last pod when I said something else as well. <laughs> I think um, you're in a rich vein tweaking, of form at the minute, mate. I'm not going to lie. It was tweaking on the last pod. You're Wikipedia. I've, I've got Ash's word of the day. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia, I've got that. Um, but yeah, I think if I think we're going to see a few more sort of interchanging movements. They are probably working on it in training. I've actually got confidence that we are working on attacking patterns in training now. Mm. Yeah, yes, that's the sparking yeah. spirit. Well, See, Tracy, you can learn a thing or two from him. The fact that we had 19, <laughs> 19 shots yesterday and six on target, we're improving mm. massively up there. Yeah. But mm. we do need to find the net. Yeah, yeah well, I don't know if you saw um, <clears throat> us on Twitter earlier, um, the, and I hate, I hate this stat, but expected goals. Um, oh, I so saw based that. On, yeah. Based on expected goals, we'd be second by like 12 points. 12 points over mm. third and behind City. Uh, so, yeah, but they didn't account for a manager change either, did they? So, no, but that's just chances. We're creating yeah. chances. If we'd finished all of those big chances, we'd do better. And that will come. So, it will come. 
Let's well, go into 14 the... oh, chances created. No, it's fine. Out of them 19, you had 14 of them chances created. Like we just we are playing at exceptionally well. But someone's gonna get battered too. Oh, I hope yeah. so. Yeah, got... Ho- hopefully it's Leeds. Yeah. Hopefully it's dirty Leeds, mate. Oh, that'd be Leeds. lovely, wouldn't it, on Saturday? Yeah. yeah. So um <laughs> the excitement around Kai Havertz, which I think actually we I think we all predicted, or was it me and Rick predicted that Havertz would actually start last night? Um I think we did shout that, didn't we, Trace? Yeah, all of us did. did. Yeah. Yeah, I asked the question who would we play instead of yeah. 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 Oh, me and Tracy agreed on saying. And we were really right <laughs> as well. How exciting. Yeah, we got a lot right. We got yeah. a lot right last week. Um <laughs> I think it was, um, I think some people were quite nervous about it from what I saw on the timeline, but actually he was the one I was least nervous about because mm. I felt like he has been, you know, he's crept into the game. There was a, There's a small settling in, like bedding back in periods. And I think playing him in the position he did, which has been already said, him to be able to move and free roam with Callum, with um, Werner, like you said, it's, I mean, Everton, in all fairness, I mean, didn't do a lot wrong defensively, apart from that Kai Havertz attempt ended up coming off the uh, defender. And then obviously it was a penalty. So, Pretty rough day at the office for them, really. But I do think we would have ended up getting a goal His elsewhere. His movement was very good. His movement yeah. was really good in that false nine. And I'll tell you what else I noticed as well. And I think that it just shows how well his man managed him by taking him out of the spotlight. He looked like he had another yard of pace from somewhere. I was like, where the fuck's that come from? There, also, there, were, there were loose balls. He looked Loose balls a... and Everton players are going from like a 50-50 and all like you can see two Everton players going to the ball and all of a sudden he would appear and his leg would yeah, just reach out between them. And he'd get I was like, this is the player, player I want player, to see. Yeah. He, had five, five, he had five good touches in the opposition box, most out of all of them. Yeah, yeah really I'm not surprised. Play. Yeah. Really impressive. That's where yeah. he should be playing. Did yeah. the, um... Apparently, sorry, just on just on Havertz, apparently Bayern Munich wanted him as the long-term successor to Muller. Yes. That tells you where they think he should How be How often yeah. do Bayern Munich get it wrong when they want to buy someone? Not often, do they? No. 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 Do we think, like, it was a bit harsh? Because I saw everyone saying that it looked like it was on target, so it should have been Kai's. But I didn't it think a... it was. Well off target. Well yeah, it's well off. I think it was going to hit the corner flag at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's what I thought. People were saying it's not, it's team, it's um, Havertz's goal. It, it was on target. And I was like, I'm not sure what he you're didn't looking give at. A fuck but... anyway, did it was he? A they spoke to him afterwards. Finish. He didn't care. But can we talk about the goal? Can we just concentrate on the goal? Yeah, the go off? on. Um, I, again, so we've, we've spoken about how we play, how we build in our attacks and stuff. And we said the goal against Liverpool came from two passes into Mason. And then Mason took a few touches. Defenders backed off. He finished. And then we saw... What, the, the goal was made by Callum Hudson-Odoi. Yeah, 100%. And he, he, he turned his man, realised there was a gap in defence. And it was an intelligent run from Alonso. I will say that it was a very intelligent run. He ran straight into the space. Um, and the weight, of, the weight of Callum's pass was perfect. He gave he he gave, oh, he, he gave the ball. Yeah. Alonso did not have to think. He no. was running in the you know he's running the right way. Um, and what I <laughs> it was a pretty shit finish from Havertz. If we're honest, yeah, that shows his lack of game time, lack of match sharpness. But what I fucking loved was behind him was Werner inside the six yard box, ready mm. to clean up. We had two yep. players in the six yard box. Yeah, and that is what we've been fucking missing. Uh, 
Yeah. And yep. in all honesty, he had to be there to to whack it against the defender to, for it to go in anyway. So, yeah. He meant it. Yeah. He meant it. He meant yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely did. Wrong footed. Wrong yeah. footed. Pickford. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Wrong footed team. I think, I think in the first half, like the balance of play was in our favour. Um, it was uh, nice to have Kai, like, kind of on the score sheet. I think even that was like a nice boost for him. He seemed happy. Everyone was buzzing, you know, that like he was obviously involved with great assist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, goal, it's goal, goal contribution. Yeah, it's a goal contribution at the end of the yes. day. Everton was sitting really deep and it and it was quite tough to break them down. So actually to, to gain that as advantage uh, was was actually really good news for us. And, and I thought that um, I actually thought that Cal- I've seen some mixed kind of reviews on Callum, but I thought Callum actually every time he got the ball, he looked positive. He was attacking. Yeah, he looked very sharp. Aggressively, do you think so, Jordan? Yeah, no, he, I, I thought he was uh, well good yesterday. I thought yeah. he was really sharp. I I, I didn't notice a fault at all. I thought he played really well. So fair play to him. Kudos. And who oh. wants to talk about the ref? Just quickly on Callum, oh, if I can add to that, well. just, just whilst we're there, I think I said it on Twitter last night, or maybe in our group chat, for me it was a very professional performance from him. I thought his positioning and his decision-making were faultless. Spot on. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it was just, it was just so professional. It was good to see. He paid with his head up the whole night. Um, he tracked back and, um, yeah, it was. I, I thought it was just really, really professional. Yeah, I, I, I've been really impressed with him and I think he's handled everything really well and... Yeah, I just see him now as a positive. I was a bit surprised he was taken off, but maybe not in light of, obviously, the game's coming up. Mm. Um, the ref, bit of a twat, right? Absolutely atrocious. Yeah, a dear sure. kid. Honestly. Oh, next year is a cactus. Me too. He didn't give us much in the first <laughs> half. He gave an awful lot against us, and it didn't make any mm. sense. I mean, that, that foul on Kai that got given against us... Yeah, that was awful. Then resulted <laughs> in got, him having a free kick he on got the fucking rump- He got, he got literally... Yeah, he got sandwiched. sandwiched and then fucking pulled to oh, the floor. yeah, I remember that one, actually. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, how the fuck did... Didn't yeah. they give the foul against Callum as well after he retrieved the ball? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, what the fuck he is was, going yeah. on? He was shit, that ref. I'm, I'm starting to think now that, you know, um, not only are we likely to not get many decisions our way unless it's with the help of VAR. Like, if it's solely a ref decision, it seems to just be absolutely against us. I've decided now, I, I do not think there is a single referee in our league that is up to standard. No, they're all shit. Nah. All of them are shit. I'd agree, but what I what I want to just mention that was fucking interesting and has gone widely unreported was just two hours before the game and in the run-up to the game, the referee was announced as Kavanaugh. It was oh, meant yeah. to be a different ref. And then two, two, two hours before the game, it was changed to David Coop. No explanation. What's that about? Kavanaugh pulled a muscle. Or he's maybe too impartial and they wanted to make sure there was a ref who was going to give stuff against Chelsea. I wouldn't even put it past him at the minute. I've seen some <laughs> shocking... We've seen some shocking decisions, even with the use of VAR this season so far. Oh, VAR is fucking worse well, than the, and the, the, yeah. the disallowed Kai goal. Fucking hell. Oh. Right, let's talk about that because as oh, we rightly pointed yeah. out in the, um, in the last game, where... Timo is deemed offside because his shirt sleeve mm. is apparently offside <laughs> and you can score with that. And I even put on my Twitter, I want to see him next game, score with that and then see it be disallowed because it can't be both. Yeah. Lo and behold, 
Yeah, Ty Abbott comes in, jumps to control the ball. It hits his shoulder above the end of his shirt sleeve, and apparently it's not a goal. Yeah. Can we just say as well, aside from aside from that that whole shirt sleeve fucking nonsense, which what is what happens if you wear a long sleeve one? Can it's you re- only be familiar? <laughs> it's ridiculous, <laughs> isn't it? It is utterly ridiculous. But how good for that goal, his movement to get in there. Mm, definitely, um, definitely. And the finish as well. I was just like, even though it weren't allowed a goal, I was still quite happy because of yeah. how good his movement was in the finish. Even the commentator. Like, oh. And he's finished it really well. It was a, it was a good ball in as well, wasn't it? Was it, was it Mount? Yeah, it was or, great. It was all great. Loved it. it. Mount played ball it. in? Uh, for the goal? For the disallowed goal. Played it onto his chest or arm. Was it, it uh, no, Mount it was before on. Mount came on. Mount come on yeah. in 65. Oh, it would have been Alonso yeah. then, probably. Whoever played it, that was a good ball into him. Yeah, I think really it was Alonso. It was a good ball. Yeah. I, I just look at that and just thought, do you know what? This is it's now getting ridiculous. And this new rule is uh, supposedly coming in 1st of July. I think I, I saw you comment to someone yesterday, Ash, where I agree with you. I don't think it now can be changed for the integrity of the league because you can't now just rule change whenever you feel like it. But mm-hmm. it's almost like what knobhead signed that off before this season even started? Because <laughs> they literally, you can tell, can't you? They've never played a game of football in their life. They're just there with their, you know, oh, let's make, you know, every time the referees get to a new season, they've got a new fucking rule to remember and 20 of them fall yeah. out the other side. The rule, the rule doesn't even have to change yet because like we saw at the start of the season when this new handball penalty was introduced, we were going to see more goals from penalties because... Any ball that strikes a player's hand or arm in the box is a penalty. That was the rule. And the first two, three weeks of the season, there was a penalty or two every game. Mm. Some games had three penalties. Like It was ridiculous. And it got ridiculous. And everybody said it was ridiculous. So that the, there was some sort of agreement, without changing the law of the game, some sort of agreement that the refs would be a little bit more lenient mm. regarding that rule. So they've got it in their power to still be a little bit more lenient. Well, yeah. And, and not keep doing all these lines. If you've got to do those lines, then it's not, it's it's not an issue. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. them it, fucking it, it lines did. drive me mad. Yeah. All those lines didn't do Diego Maradona any favours, did they? No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, God, rest in peace. Um... <laughs> hand, of, hand of God, rest in peace. Hands of God, rest in peace. Uh, um, so... Can I just say as well, sorry, one thing. If, uh, if a header, a left foot and a right foot goal, if that's a perfect hat-trick, is uh, an, an own goal deflection... Uh, a disallowed goal and winning a penalty not taking it yourself. Is that an imperfect tactic? Yeah, definitely an imperfect tactic. Yeah. So basically, Kai Abbott's won the day yesterday. <laughs> he did. He did. So, no, I'm guessing there's no disagreement over the penalty decision. I mean, Kai makes the run just to be taken out by Pickford. I mean, tremendous, really. But, it, yeah. yeah, there was no arguments, was there? Definite pen. Georgie stepping up. How are we feeling? We think, and then literally me thinking it's up, skip, and jump time. I'm sure the last one he did wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, 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 uh, uh, do you know what? Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. If you took us back, what, through the sort of end of Lampard um, uh, tenure at Chelsea, we were we were cussing him a little bit, in, and yeah. like he wasn't he wasn't pulling his weight, and it, it, it did seem like he was. Uh, one of the players not playing for the badge at that certain time. But he has fully turned it around and I'm not fucking complaining because as we all agree all the time, whoever puts that shirt on, if they do their fucking job, 
that is where we're going to be happy. Yeah. So fair play to him to sorting it out. And he's getting himself on the score sheet. He's taking his job. Although he's playing well as well. And it, although it does fucking scare me with his technique. I don't, yeah, I'm not scared too. to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I just want a, I just want a player to lever it. I don't, I don't like all that hop, skip, jump, bug. But whatever. At the end of the day, put it in. I think he put in a decent shift yesterday. That's three times I've had to applaud him now, so I'm a bit worried about this. Um, <laughs> so I think the next sort of the next sort of talking point, in my opinion, uh, we're two 0 up, obviously, and then it looks like that uh, Havertz is being taken off for Poli to come on. Now. Havertz, uh, people are saying he's done a Kepa on the timeline. I was like, okay, it wasn't quite refusing to come off. I think it looked like he had a conversation with Tuchel where he was almost saying, please yeah. just leave me on. Like, I'm having a really good game. <laughs> and and uh, did anyone see it as if it was Kepa gate all over again? Or no. Was it just, no, it wasn't, was it? No, he's just said, no, he's... Uh, I think exactly as you said, they've had a conversation and he's... He's obviously says to him, I'm all right, I can stay on. All right, stay on then. That's the end of it. Yeah. 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 You know what people are like, they love a bit of drama, oh, don't they? To turn it into they really wanted it to be that like he was being disobedient. I'm pretty sure yeah. looking at Tuco as we've seen him just he on ain't the side that, mate. He, he isn't leaving you on if you're being disobedient, is he? No, he would have gone there and dragged I, him off himself. I, I wish yeah. we could get a lip reader or like I, I guarantee Havertz has turned around and said six words to him. Um, these minutes are good for me. And that he's probably gone. Yeah, actually, yeah, another another fifteen twenty. Yeah, go on in. And it yeah. weren't like he faded in those last fifteen or no. twenty minutes. He was still he was still involved heavily in what we were doing. He's so a, he had right such decision. a good game, and I do feel like it could have been many more. I mean, apart from Pickford finally grew some arms and just had an absolute worldie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's typical. Isn't yeah, it? well, it's always typical. If his arms if his arms were any shorter, he, he wouldn't have given away that pen. So that's true. Swings and roundabouts. At yeah. least he grew them in all the areas then that we needed as well. Um, are we are we literally feeling now? Do we all agree? I mean, Kai Havertz won the Man of the Match award yesterday via Chelsea FC social media because um, I think he got something like eighty something percent of the vote. Like everyone was just voting for Havertz to get Man of the Match. Were you all in agreement? Mm. Yeah, yeah. For me, he was Man of the Match. Although, again. I wouldn't say he had a lot to do, but what he did do, he done well again. Andreas Christensen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that tackle as well, that was fucking oh, great. Oh, you know, him. that tackle, there was another one from Reese as well. You, you, you was like, Ricott, yeah, where he took out Richarlison. I love that yeah. one. And, um, he, he, got he got the ball. He got the ball and just went, bang. I love them follow-throughs. The bridge would erupt Brilliant. like we'd scored. Yeah. And that would be, yeah. Yeah, no, he's been really solid. He's been really solid. Whatever Tuchel has said to him, I'm on board with. Whatever he said to him to get him playing the way he's playing, he's, he's got been him back Thiago to... Silva in training, and he's got him well, back yeah. to where he's got him back to where he was before that Barca incident. And I don't care what anyone says. That he was not... very good before that Barca. Yeah. Barca destroyed him that game. Well, mm. thanks, thanks to Tuchel doing that. I know he's done it all over, like Rick said earlier, from 1 to 22. Shut up, Dash. Yeah. And um, what's it called? Because of that, he's the first um, manager in Premier League history to not concede a single goal in any of his opening five home games in charge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I tell you what, on that fact as well, that's most impressive. I'm sure I'm going to fucking curse us now, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh no! We don't even really look like conceding a goal, do we? Like in those five games that are gone. The only time I was scared yesterday, there was a bloody melee in the box. I can't remember if it was first half or second half. And I just yeah. thought, what the hell is going on? Like, nobody mm. looked like they knew what was going on. That was the only Mendy time I was actually scared. Yeah, it was Mendy. Mendy. Yeah, he did get in the Mendy way. And, it, and then everyone's brains just went to shit. And it just looked, oh, oh my space. God. I thought we're going to concede here because this is bouncing around like pinball in the box. Actually, and there will, yeah, it will it come. You know, people, people like, like, I implore all the Chelsea fans not to get carried away. Like, we're going to lose. Eventually, we are going to, yeah, absolutely. We, 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 we're going to concede as well, but not in our next five, though. I'm adamant. Oh, it's always the teams that are fucking fighting for their lives at the bottom and stuff. That you're yeah, worried I'm about. worried about the next five, actually. No, so just to round this off, nine clean sheets in 11 games now. Uh, yep. we finally scored more than one yesterday, which is nice, so we're mm-hmm. building on that, and it yep. should have That's been it. many, many more. I mean, we ain't got yep. a lot to moan about, have we? 11 games for under Tuchel, 11 games. Um, and in that time, Mendy's had more clean sheets than any other keeper in the top five leagues. There uh, you go. Top five European leagues. Eight wins, three draws, 13 goals for, two against, one which one of which was an OG. So one player scored against us. We've gone from ninth to fourth. And he's beaten Mourinho, Simeone, Klopp and Ancelotti. Oh, then there's Long nothing else left to say, is there? Thanks, for, well. join- Thanks for joining me tonight, guys. No problem, it's been a pleasure. Love you all and keep the blue flag flying high. Ciao, ciao. Keep the blue flag flying high.